Welcome into A to Z Sports powered by BetMGM. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media. We are Nashville's on demand sports.network and we go live every weekday morning at 8 central time. Got to thank our sponsors because they make it happen for our show and they help out you guys. Renters Warehouse Nashville, the professional landlords in the area at renterswarehouse.com. Mandu, the Pulse Fitness, one 15 minute workout equals five plus hours in the weight room. Mandu.com. Your first workout is free. Uh, Wilson County Hyundai, go check them out for your car buying process in Lebanon or at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. And also the Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. So uh, today's opening topic, a hat tip to Jeffrey, Uh, not Big Ten Jeff, but Jeffrey. I did see this about Big Ten Jeff. He is uh, at the urgent care this morning. Uh, Apparently, uh, Big Ten Jeff has an Achilles injury. So, Jeff, uh, watching from the urgent care waiting room, uh, hopefully uh, everything's okay with that uh, from what he, uh, what I've seen in the comment section early on. But Jeffrey sends Zach and I a DM with a common theme to the Titans' four losses, last four losses, right? Now, week one was an absolute disaster of – uh, the Titans getting blown out 35-13 to the Arizona Cardinals at home, especially when you know you were sold that this offense was going to be fantastic with Julio and AJ and Henry and Tannehill and Ferkser and everybody else, and they just got out there and laid an egg, right? So there is another trend. In all four losses the Titans have had where they've scored 14 point, or 13 points, they've had th- at least three turnovers in those four 13 point scoring losses. So uh, then you add in the Jets game, right? So you wash away the Cardinals game because the Cardinals are a good team. So you lose the Jets, lose to the Texans, lose to the Patriots, and lose to the Steelers. All ugly, ugly losses, right? And now you're looking at what is that common theme? That's where the injuries came into play. And so shout out to the names Jeffrey. Uh, who tweeted this to us. He said, interesting nugget you can bring up on the show. The Titans only have one, lost one game with at least two of the big three guys on offense playing, and that was the Cardinals game. Now the three guys are Henry, Julio, AJ. In the Jets loss, you only had Derrick Henry. The receivers were out. In the Texans loss, only had AJ, and he actually left at halftime. In the Patriots loss, you had none of them. No Henry, no AJ, no Julio. And in the Steelers loss, you only had Julio Jones and he exited at halftime, right? So, I mean, that's a pretty interesting theme to these four ugly, ugly losses. And in half of them, the one guy you had didn't finish the damn game. And so what does that mean? It means that when you have lesser players, those lesser players are more prone to making mistakes And in the last three losses, the Texans, the Patriots, and the Steelers, where you have 13 points scored in each and a combined 13 turnovers because your lesser players are making game-breaking mistakes by fumbling the football or doing the wrong things that end up with you losing to teams that you could have beat. Well, yeah, it's kind of like Julio Jones kind of reminds me of Anthony Davis or Anthony Street Clothes Davis is that – there's so much potential. We we still think Julio Jones can play. I mean, he he, sh- he showed us something in Seattle, 
but the guy can't stay healthy. And if you can't stay healthy, you can't stay on the court or on the field. You can't give anything to the team. That the Arizona Cardinals game, and we kind of talked about this pre-show, the week one, like anything can happen, right? I think yeah. we've seen that a lot in the NFL. You you get hyped up. Now they got beat down and ends up the Cardinals are a pretty damn good football team, right? Like that that ended up being the case. They're vying for you know, a top seed in some regard. If yeah, they get and like help. week one, the Packers get blown out by the Saints and Jameis Winston looks like a Hall of Famer and it was 38 to three, right? So the Packers, uh, you know, are a really good team. That too, was also so. a strange game in Jacksonville because of the certain situation in New Orleans. Sure, but, sure. but like for, I, I, they hadn't settled into who they were. And here's the, here's the theme though, Austin, is that Arizona Cardinals game also was kind of foreshadowing the losses of the the season in the sense that they didn't have time. Uh, if you remember, Tannehill was out 10 days with COVID prior to that game. Julio Jones hadn't been practicing. Mm -hmm. Like they don't, they didn't have the big three. I think, I don't think we can call that. I, I think it's unfair now that we're in December. The big, they're not big. Right? They, they don't well, play they are, together. They're, they're physically big, but they're not they, But they don't play together. <laughs> they, yeah. they don't play big, right? And so I, I think I get the, you know, the big three of uh, dating back to the Celtics or the, the Heat with, you know, Bosch, Wade, and, and LeBron or anything like that. You know, you know who the real big three is that has actually stepped up in the second half of the season? Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, and Tyreek Hill. That's the big three. Well, they're actually – now you got some COVID situations going on with some of them. So still, they perform better yeah. and more adequately than the Titans' so-called big three. Sure, but I do think it, it does bring up a point. And I'm glad Jeffrey had, had sent that to us to to point out. They're waiting on this big three to all be present in the playoffs, possibly. But I don't, I don't know if that's even going to happen. Right? I, I, I don't. I, I question that. I guess. Yeah. Are they the the three? IR amigos, <laughs> is that what you call Henry, Julio, and AJ when they spent the same, you know, three or four weeks together, all on injured reserve because of their their different injuries? And I, I don't know what's going on with them. But, but at least I'll say this: at least when AJ Brown has been on the field, he's at least performed. Julio Jones, when he has been on the field, that guy hadn't done a diddly poo. I mean, that's the fact, straight facts, homie. Whether they're not targeting him or he's not catching the football. I mean, all the drops. You remember when he was actually healthy or somewhat at the beginning of the season? Mm -hmm. He had drops. Well, you know, drop problems? You don't pay a guy $15 million with drop problems. You sure as hell don't pay him $15 million not to play. And then when he has been playing in the second half of the season, he's been no good. That, I think, has also been the issue. Derrick Henry, you can't do anything about it. The guy's got... Uh, you know, a fracture in his foot that had to be surgically repaired. Yeah. He's uh, that we all know that situation. Well, and, and with AJ, AJ has had a great stretch of games, and then he's also struggled with drops throughout the year. But his injury that he got against the Texans in that in that sec early second half, that's not a soft tissue thing. He got a weird hit that caused a chest injury from his shoulder getting hit like that. And so that's an actual that's more like a Derrick Henry injury than it was. Julio Jones soft tissue injury. So again, he, let's go. Let's reiterate what uh, what Jeffrey told us on Twitter is that the Titans have only lost one game 
with at least two of their three big guys on offense playing, and that was week one against the Cardinals. Against the Jets, only Derrick Henry. Against the Texans, only A.J., who left that game early. Against the Patriots, none of them. And against the Steelers, only Julio, who left that game early. So now we get to practice yesterday because A.J. Brown is activated from IR on Monday. It's a short week because of Thursday night football. So Tuesday is the only true practice day. And so A.J. Brown, videos from Buck and Luke covering for A to Z Sports are showing A.J. going through all these drills. And now the talk about Julio Jones, who left the game with a hamstring on Sunday, is going to be tip, technically a game-time decision, Mike Vrabel said uh, this week as well, for Thursday night football. But I think a good thing is that Julio Jones was actually out there on the practice field. So we'll play this video a couple times because it's short. There's two things to look at. One, A.J. Brown out there doing drills. And then two, Julio Jones supervising A.J. Brown and his teammates out there doing drills. So here's the first look at the video. So, I mean, the fact that, that Julio's out there is, is what the interesting thing is. So, here's the first question we're going to dive into. Julio Jones is out there watching, supervising Titans practice. Is this a big deal, small deal, or no deal? Big deal, small deal, or no deal that Julio Jones was out there visibly, visibly watching Titans practice yesterday. But real quick, let me tell you guys about the Bone and Joint Institute. I know Big Ten Jeff doesn't live in the Mid-State area because he's out down there in Disneyland area. Uh, but if Jeff uh, was in Nashville and he woke up with an Achilles injury, you go to Bone and Joint Institute. Boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you have an injury pop up on you in life, make sure you know who to go to, you know who to trust. Boneandjointtn.org, over a dozen doctors there at the facility who specialize in any type of joint injury you could possibly have. Check them out in Franklin, the main campus, also Brentwood, Thompson Station, and Nolensville, boneandjointtn.org. Thursday, tomorrow, where are you going to be watching the game? If you're going to be at the game, come pregame with us at the mainstay. If not, just come watch the game at the mainstay. We got two-for-one Mill Creek beers. That's going to be nice on a Thursday night. You can come post-game. If the Titans beat the 49ers, we're still going to be there with our post-game show. Live setup, live on location. That's got a great atmosphere. It's literally walking distance across the street from Nissan Stadium. We do that for home games for you guys, for the fans, right? Because it's easy access to go to the game. If not, hey, we'll be there throughout the game watching the game. Come to the mainstay right across the street from Nissan Stadium tomorrow night for Thursday Night Football. All right, we're talking about Julio Jones being out watching Titans practice. We'll play the video here again in a second of AJ going through drills and Julio supervising. But, Zach, there's a ton of comments. So we asked, big deal, small deal, or no deal? I'll send you to the comment section to read some before we watch the video one more time. Well, let's watch the video before oh, okay. we read them, right? That's fine. I mean, that, if that's if how you want to do it, we'll do it, we'll do it how you want to do it.
All right, so there's the video again. So, Zach, I'll send you the comment section now. Well, we got a lot of small deals and no deals. Uh, Louie coming in here, B-I-G in all caps. Uh, I got to scroll all the way back up. Derek says no deal. Kenneth with small. Evan says big deal. Trevor says no deal. DD just asked, is Julio playing tomorrow? We'll talk about that here in a second. Guy says no deal. Noah says no deal. Nate says small deal. Scott says small. Steven with small deal. Uh, Jerion says no deal. Tiny deal from Ahmad. No deal from Stanley. Tighten up says small deal. Marquis says small deal. Aaron with small. Robert says small deal. J. Rome says no deal. I'm over the Julio circus. Uh, mm. J. Rome, I will double down on that here in a second. He says no deal. Chris says big deal. He wants to participate. So maybe seeing that in the video, and that's the reason why I wanted you to play the video for the second time is because that is what we're asking, right? Based on the video of him watching, and, and honestly, A.J. Brown, I know he's not dealing with a hamstring injury, right? Different injuries occur. We watched Julio Jones return a couple of weeks ago. Uh, a little skeptical of, of what percentage he was. You knew he was not 100%, even being three-plus weeks on IR. A.J. Brown, I felt like, looked fresh. He looked like the guy I, I was more used to watching in practice in training camp when you have all that time to heal from injuries. Julio did not when he came back. Again, two separate injuries, but a lot of small deals and a lot of no deals, very yeah. few big deals. What do you think? Well, and so Alejandro says no deal. He isn't practicing, and Blaine follows it up with a big deal. Tyrell says big deal. So there, there are definitely some big deals in there. It's not a big deal. It's, it would be a big deal if he was practicing, right? But he's not practicing, so it's not a big deal. It's also not a no deal for me. I think the fact that he's out there and not in, like, what do we know about the Titans? They protect their injured, right? They protect their wounded and injured and elderly. And Julio Jones is all three. <laughs> and right, and so right now, usually when guys are hurt and nursing some type of injury, they're inside. They are not seen. Or they're riding a bike. They are somewhere else besides watching practice. Rarely do they watch practice like that, that close. And if they're if they're not practicing, they sure as hell ain't wearing a jersey while they're not practicing. So I'm going to say because of what we know about how the Titans handle injuries and how the Titans handle their players that are not practicing, the fact that Julio is there wearing his number two, standing around the wide receiver individual drills, I say small deal. Not a big deal, not a no deal, it's a small deal. All right, I'm going a different way in a different direction. Uh, Jordan says... I'm pretty much done with the whole Julio thing. The milk is well past the date on that one. I mean, that's pretty well spoken from Jordan. Try, and I think a lot of Titans fans have lost the hope in Julio. Austin, here's where I disagree. And maybe, and I'll preface this, it could be the most extremely a small deal if you just say that they haven't put him on IR. Like, but that the question is that he's standing there watching AJ do all the work. This is an absolute no deal. I don't think he's going to play on Thursday night. I would be very, I would be shocked if he dressed out. And even if he did dress out, how much playing time is he actually going to get? Yeah, it's a yeah. big game, but they're getting another guy back that I think is well and rested and and healthier than when he was put on IR. I think Julio with that tweak. I mean, 
he's notorious. This year, he's been notorious from coming back and tweaking that hamstring. And he's no good to the Titans with a tweak hamstring, right? I mean, just like, and the crazy part is, if you remember a few years ago, I guess it was the AFC Championship run, Derrick Henry had a hamstring when he missed the Saints game. Mm-hmm. Very concerning. We were like, oh, no. what? Well, that guy, maybe because he is, uh, you know, Megatron 5.8, because he's just a, a just a, a, an unde- unbelievable individual that doesn't make any sense to human existence. He was able to make that massive run and help the Titans get to the AFC Championship game. History shows from Julio, his age, and, and that goes into account, that he is not that dude. And this, honestly, uh, kind of brings me to the shade that I wanted to throw because I'm saying no deal. I The small deal, Austin, I look, I think, I think we both could be right on this. If you were right, I think he, if he plays tomorrow, then... I mean, what do you? What is the likeliness of him playing tomorrow? Oh, it's. I would say probably like two mm, percent. I, I mean, two percent, and for the milk that yeah, is that is well past the date. Yeah, I was going to go to the milk reference too, uh, but no, I you know, probably fifteen percent. You know, fifteen percent chance that he plays tomorrow night. But I think the fact that he was out there makes that maybe from ten percent chance to a fifteen percent chance. I, again. I, I think it, so that's a no deal because no, you, if, if you're at 85% that the guy doesn't play, my, that's my a point, no deal. Zach, my point is him being visible at practice. And how, again, I am comparing Julio there to how they've handled injured players in the past. Right. So I'm trying to take information and, you know, use my background knowledge on what this situation could be. And I think it is a positive that Julio is out there with his hamstring injury, watching practice. That, and that's, I think it's a positive that he's not on IR and he's well, shut down but for again, the rest of what's, the season. What is the information that we've learned on how the Titans go about putting players on IR? They don't do it until the last second. Like, AJ, Julio, Bud Dupree, all of them went on IR Saturday before Sunday game. And yeah, so they, they went, want the opponents to waste their time. That and they they want for as much information as possible to come in about the injury. Yeah. I mean, there's, I think they usually probably know. Well, there's multiple. Yeah. First, you know, everything's different, but hamstrings not going to wake up and just be strong as ever. But again, there's zero, there's zero benefit to putting him on IR on a, on a Tuesday compared to the Saturday before Sunday game. So if Julio is going to go on IR, they're going to have to do that before Thursday night football. Well, I guess it didn't matter because if he's on IR, he's done for the year. So they're not going to put him on IR because they're not going to just chalk it up and say, you know what? Screw it. Let's just shut him down. I, I, they're going to give him opportunity. He might not play another snap. I don't know, but they're not going to make that decision now about what he might be able to do January 9th in Houston. Right, like they're not going to unnecessarily make that decision right now, knowing that him on IR means he's toast for the year. All right, I got to get to my shade because it has to do with Julio, and it has to do with something that must stop. You see the middle of the graphic. You yes. see right there below BetMGM with that promo code right below uh, today's show. It says this must stop. I'm about to tell you what must stop, but first I'm going to tell you guys about Wilson County Hyundai. Wilson County Hyundai is where you need to go to get your next ride. You don't need to stop. Maybe at red lights or stop signs, but you need to go. Green means go all the way out, and it's a quick trip. 
but you need to go out to Wilson County Hyundai I-40 exit 236 and go look at their inventory. The Sonata, the Elantra, that Palisade full-size SUV with third row seating. You talk about ditching your minivan, ditch it. Drop the zero and get with a hero, and that hero is the Hyundai Palisade. And both Austin and I have both test-driven it. This is what I would tell you to do. Before the new year or right after the new year, if you are thinking about a new car, go to Wilson County Hyundai and at least test drive that Palisade. It is awesome. They'll give you a great deal from A to Z Sports right there at WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Also, don't forget, download the BetMGM app. Use our code ATOZ Sports. You get a risk free bet up to $1,000 with your first deposit and your first bet. And you know, I woke up this morning, had a parlay boost in my account, and I was like, hmm, I, what could I do? So I'm, you know, I'm trying to figure out what to use that parlay boost on. It's a pretty significant boost. So, uh, so I'm trying to figure that out with BetMGM. They keep giving and giving and giving, whether it's the occasional free bet, the Money Monday Club, uh, free bet every month, every Monday. Or, or whatever it might be, but how to get started with your BetMGM app is download the, the app, use the code ATOZ Sports. You make your first deposit and your first bet is risk free up to $1,000. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years old or must be present in Tennessee. And for gambling problem support, call Tennessee Redline at 1 800 889 9789. Zach, I will uh, hand it over to you for one thing that's got to stop uh, with Julio Jones. Uh, this season. I have no idea we're going to take this. Well, Stanley says throwing shade early. Oh, yeah. Louis says shade time already. Well, this shade has to do with what we're talking about. I've got, I got more shade at the end of the show, which I think people are going to be like, wow, this is interesting. This is shade that this is follow-up shade that we'll have in a couple of months, but this shade right now has to do with Julio Jones and Austin. A couple of days ago when we were broadcasting live, Atmos Barbecue, Four Moments Peace. I referenced a threat of suicide. I'm going to play that clip, and I'm going to let you and everybody else listen to why I possibly may end my life if I hear one more thing of this nature. All right, here's the question. And this is also going to be speculation because we don't know the severity of the re-injured, of the re-injured, of the re-injured, of the tweak. Of the hamstring. And you know what? If I if I hear Julio Jones at a press conference say, I feel good, I may kill myself. Or what hamstring? I feel good. I like That's all we've heard. But all we've seen is, I don't feel very good. <laughs> right? What did the Titans do? They went live with this right before the Steelers game. Julio is feeling good. And then they did a montage of pictures of Julio. Don't do that. Do not do that. You're going to get yourself in trouble, which they did, because Julio all of a sudden didn't feel good. That had been a theme the entire time. And honestly, what did we figure out? The evidence shows that that was a lie. Julio does not feel good. Julio is not smiling. Actually, Julio is in a practice jersey without practice pads during practice. So my shade is on the Titans and how they handled it early on in the year. Because, Austin, do you remember that? Julio comes up. He's like, what hamstring? I, what are you talking about? Mm -hmm. He didn't even know. I don't know. I feel good. When he came back the second time, he said, 
at the podium, I feel good. The Titans double down. Julio is feeling good. Caption themed. They knew exactly what they were doing. Again, the evidence shows that that was a lie. In fact, Julio doesn't feel good. So stop saying he feels good. Actually say, Julio, we're just going to wait and find out. I, that should be the caption. Wait and see. Or loading dot, dot, dot. That should be the caption from here on out. So that is my shade. End, end the feeling good theme of Julio Jones because he obviously has not felt good this season. Yeah, I mean, I can't argue. No, no, uh, no rebuttal on that. I mean, it's just, you know, that, and look, the social media team with the Titans knows what gets hits, knows what gets retweets, what gets likes, and they what should gets also engaged. know what gets shade. <laughs> well, no, and that look, but hey, um, I, I think, uh, yeah, it's you have to tread lightly with Julio Jones' social media content at this day and age because it can probably backfire. And I think it did. And, uh, but a hamstring again, they should know. And, but the, the whole feeling good was stemmed from the press conference that he didn't know that his hand, he was on the injury report for his hamstring. He played dumb, right? Well, I, yeah. I don't know why. I mean, I mean, he did. I mean, yeah, him not what, knowing that the he was what on the hamstring thing, report, the what hamstring thing that was back in like October. But but what has haggled him the entire season since October? Sure, but again, uh, this past week is when he's Julio said he was feeling good this last week before the Steelers game when he talked, and so you know, look, I mean, you can blame the social media team for saying a tweet that they knew would get a lot of interaction and engagement, which no, is their job. No, 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 no. It's about setting yourself up for not disaster. The whole history of Julio Jones in a Titans jersey has been riddled with injury. You don't want to say things, especially with the nuances of what happened previously. Like it's a theme, it's a storyline, right, Austin? Yeah, but I, we're not I we're not dumb to that. I'm not. I I understand it. I the more the more that I, the more that I think about it, the more I, I I don't care that the Titans tweeted out that tweet when Julio said he was feeling good the week before, and then something happened in the game where he's no longer feeling good. I mean. I, I just, I, 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 you know what? I don't care. I don't care. He said what he was tweet. feeling good twice this season and twice he's been not available for periods of time. Sure. But that doesn't mean that when he said he was feeling good, that he wasn't feeling good at the time. Don't say it. Learn your lesson. That's the point. So is it, so you're trying to throw shade on Julio for saying he's feeling good. And when he's not, or for the Titans for tweeting out that Julio said he was feeling good. Yes. And Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's the point, okay. right? Tannehill, and we talk about this, Tannehill's actually pretty smart when he goes to the podium after a loss. You know why? Because he says exactly what we think he's going to say. He doesn't give us much. He he, he talk, calls it like it is. Seasoned veteran, right? And Julio hasn't done that this year in a year that he needed to prove his health and his value. He was traded for a big sum of money and picks, Se right? Second round Just, pick. This offseason, he had to prove there. there's a reason why he got traded. Right now, Austin, you know who's got the better end of that deal? The Atlanta Falcons. Well, yeah, they got a second-round pick. So there was a lot to prove this year. And unfortunately, as Titans fans have mentioned, and the you know, and I cannot remember the, the guy's name in the chat, 
that talked about spoiled milk that he's done with Julio. I think that's a lot of Titans fans this year because there was a lot of hype around him. And as we mentioned just then, there was a lot given up for him. All right, let's let's talk about a guy who the Titans didn't have to give up a lot for because they signed him off waivers and he dropped to him on waivers, and that is uh, Zach Cunningham. So I think there's there's video that we're about to play here that shows an example of why Zach Cunningham is so valuable to the Titans. So maybe we'll, we'll take Zach's negative and turn it into a positive with Zach Cunningham, right? Maybe Zach's truth. And go into, well, but you're being Cunningham. you're being like overly negative and anal about a, a tweet that the social media team tweets out that has nothing to do with the roster. Like the social media team is not, you know, meeting with the 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 uh, medical. No, they're smart though. No, 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 no. I give credit to the tight. I have I have honestly complimented the Titan social media team over the years since they went out and got new hires. They actually have improved. They used to be not very good prior to their hires a couple of years ago. So, but when you, when you mess with play with fire, you have to understand that you could get burned. And this is one of those cases they get burned. Austin, there's not enough times on the internet where you actually get called out for things. Everybody just, you moves on. That's the whole theme of the solo sports talk host. They got dead wrong. Like Colin Coward. There's a clip of him saying, Mac Jones, it ain't working. And then all of a sudden, Mac Jones is playing like Tom Brady, right? It takes people like that to be held accountable. This is just the accountability of a player that you traded a lot of picks for, high picks of capital, and paying him a lot of money with the restructure of the $15 million. That's all I'm saying. You sound like the guy who tweets and ats the Titans on social media because he's so mad that he goes, at Titans, stop turning the ball over. And the Titans like, yo, man, we just run the Twitter account. Like, it's like, you think... You think the players? You think Julio Jones is reading the Titans' Twitter mentions? That's that's what you sound like. It's not about that. It's about the story, Austin. It dates back to the "I feel good" prior. He said that twice, and he so throw it. So so make this about Julio Jones and not about for saying that. You uh, do you not understand that? It's both. uh, He could. I mean the. The social media team can't control whether a guy gets re-injured or not. They can so they, per, they can control wh- how they promote him after an injury. No, dude. If you have Julio Jones who's coming, who's playing again against the Steelers, you're gonna promote that because it's a superstar who gets engagement on social media. Like, come on, we do the it's same. How thing. you do that? We did the same thing. We had Buck was in Pittsburgh taking Julio pregame videos. Do you not understand the storyline from the beginning of the year? I, I don't know. I understand why you do. You Julio, don't because you're you're not thinking about it whatever. very well. I, I'm, I'm done with this. I'm done with this conversation because I don't know. Whatever. Let's talk about Zach Cunningham because at least that's something we can tangibly talk about that's not nonsense about getting mad at a NFL. Definitely not nonsense. If you really want to keep talking about it, I will. I don't mind doing it. I can explain to you again, once again, of something that you can't get through your thick skull. I, oh, I don't mind. I'm the thick one. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, you, can, you don't understand where you it. Go to find out how much your home can rent for. Go to Renters Warehouse. Uh, they create extra cash flow for you and your family by renting out your property instead of selling it. You could sell it. It's a one-time transaction, uh, but that might not be for you. But Renters Warehouse can help you create cash flow, long-term equity to get your retirement plan ready. So check them out at RentersWarehouse.com. Bet MGM. Download the app today. Use that promo code right there on the screen, ATOZ Sports, for a risk-free bet up to $1,000 for new users. Uh, look, I use the, use the app, won a little bit of cash 
on some NBA play, you can too by downloading the app in your app store, whether you have Android or Apple, bet MGM. But when you sign up, make sure you use that promo code ATOZ Sports. All right, Brian Baldinger broke down a Zach Cunningham play that shows exactly why Zach Cunningham was such a valuable late season waiver wire ad for the Titans. Let's check out the Baldy breakdown. I guess Zach wasn't being a nice boy in Houston in that miserable situation there. So now he's on a real defense, playing real football. And this is what he did. Bam! Kendrick Green coming out to pull him. Bam! Like Zach Cunningham came and he said, I'll show you how to play some linebacker. Like I know what I've been doing. I've been leading the team in tackles down there in Houston for a long time. They punished Najee Harris. They punished the Steeler offensive line. They physically whipped them up front. They did everything but win the game. Zach Cunningham looks like it looks like he likes being a Titan. Likes being a Titan because it's a much better situation than the dumpster fire Texans. And you know, Baldy said he's done. Ev- they did everything right but win the game. And that's that's been the theme of the last five weeks is that the Titans' defense does enough and does everything right but the Titans offense doesn't allow them to win the game. So what was your initial takeaway from watching that video? I want to play the very first part of this. I'm going to play it here in a second. Listen to what he says to start the video, because I think that is the most important on top of his, obviously the the play, but listen, Mm -hmm. listen here. I guess Zach wasn't being a nice boy in Houston in that miserable situation there. In that miserable situation in Houston. That's what I take away. Zach Cunningham had all the tools, and and Luke filled in uh, for you last week or the, the week before Zach Cunningham actually became a Titan and they picked him up on waivers, and they ended up picking him up. And one of the things that I said is, this is not about this is not a Zach Cunningham thing. I think this is more about the Houston Texans, who is notoriously, they're the worst franchise in the NFL. Now, the Jags have taken a run for their money this year with the Urban Meyer situation, and, you know, the Jets are looming just because the Jets are really bad, but the Texans are the worst. And so I looked at this and I said, Zach Cunningham still can play. I I didn't think he was going to fall to the Titans. We kind of talked about that, but his play has not deteriorated. The relationship did. And I think that is key to focus on. And I think that clip that Baldy broke down tells you about the drive and why he led the NFL in tackles a couple of years ago, why he's still a really, really good, talented player. He was just at a bad job. Like, again, everybody can understand this. I've been in a bad job. I I was a cabana boy for six months. That seemed good, and it was, until the boss was a complete D-bag, and I had to get out of that situation. And I, I left. I went on with my life. And I thrived in in other areas. Sometimes it's just a bad spot. And I think Zach Cunningham, I think in Houston, it proved that maybe it was more about the Texans being bad than Zach Cunningham. And I expect big well, things from Zach Cunningham. But I think that was fairly obvious. Like I like I, I didn't I expected Zach Cunningham to come in here and once he picked up the system and plug and play guy, right? I mean, That's did he the, start in Pittsburgh? Um I think he did. Yeah, I think he did. It, uh, I don't think anybody thought that was going to happen. I, that I don't quick. Starting, you know, starting or, or not, he played. But coming he played, off, no, but on, coming from done, a new on, team on. and starting is okay. something. All right, let me let me say again a complete sentence. 
Zach Cunningham, I'm not, I don't recall if he was out there on snap number one or not, but he played more snaps than Jayon Brown. It was Rashawn Evans and Zach Cunningham who were playing the majority of the reps at inside linebacker. And Jayon Brown, who was out there, who has been starting because David Long's been hurt, he is the guy who was the odd man out who's been here for five years, right? So I think it's it's a huge deal that Zach Cunningham was able to come in here and have an instant impact on the defense. Because when Vrabel was asked about him the fourth time on the following Monday, he finally answered and said, well, you, we'll see what happens, but he can help us on special teams immediately if he can't help us on defense. That's what Vrabel said. And it turns out he could help the Titans on defense pretty damn soon. And that's a good thing because if David Long ever gets back from his hamstring injury that's cost him since the Rams game, uh, then I think this Titans defense, we talked about it, I guess, last week, this Titans defense can have one of the deepest groups of inside linebackers uh, in the NFL come playoff time, which helps them stay in games as this offense is trying to pick itself back up and put itself back together. And I'll say this, it's a good time to have Zach Cunningham play one game against the Steelers who do not have a good offense. Uh, but now going against the Niners who have a really good run game, a really diverse run game and an efficient passing game, but it's a really good thing that Zach Cunningham played so much and played so well in Pittsburgh. And it's only going to make this upcoming game uh, that much more impactful for him. And I said this when they, again, I think you were out that time, but they picked up Zach Cunningham to replace Rajon Evans. I truly believe that that was one of the underlying themes to say, Rashawn's not going to be a part of the Tennessee Titans next year. It's not going to happen. They didn't pick up his fifth option. He's gone. Probably to the Jets like Corey Davis. Good riddance. Avery Williamson. They, I believe, said, here's a real opportunity to get a notoriously fast, aggressive, physical, smart player. Uh, check, 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 check for the Titans, you know, job description for all of their positions and give them an opportunity to play some big-time football under a coaching staff. That defensive coaching staff is probably not going anywhere next year, right? I think they've proved their value and their worth kind of surprisingly enough. And we'll eat some crow at the end of the season of what we thought of for, for Shane Bowen and what they did. But so far, they're not the reason why the Titans are losing football games. They are the reason why the Titans have the ability to win football games it's the other side of the ball that's struggling and not doing their job with 13 points. Yeah, I'll let you eat that crow um, on the Shane Bowen side. I'll, I'll, I'll always we both said, criticized him. I criticized him more. You both, sure. we both criticized. We, him. we criticized him and until that's what we, I'm saying. So until, you can't sit there and say on, you're an angel. Until we learned what he was not allowed to do last year. I remember it was a key show in the middle of the summer when we played a clip from Teron Davenport on the Tighten Up podcast. And Teron was saying how he wasn't able to be the coordinator because he was coaching his own position and couldn't go around to those position groups. And my tone changed instantly of Shane Bowen deserves a chance to do this job the correct way. And he's gotten it and he's done well with it. With different players. And that's with, the key. The, but also the different with the players. ability to, to be his role. With the ability to actually be the coordinator and not be the outside linebackers coach and the play caller because that doesn't work. That's not how it works. Yeah, but he, like the... Todd Downing has done uh, his job with different players. <laughs> it's just not the players that he wants, he right? His job was not being done super well when they had the players. In my they opinion. haven't really had their big three. We've talked about it. That's what we led the show with. 
No, that was the four big losses. Even when they were winning games, a I mean, lot how of many time- times has the big three actually played together? Big three, Jesus. Uh, how, how many times have they actually played together for a full game, four quarters? Carolina. I'm sorry, Arizona. I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't know where Car- <laughs> I don't know where Carolina came from. Arizona, Seattle. Um, then I didn't play four quarters. Julio left. Buffalo. Kansas City. Who's after Kansas City? The Rams, right? No, the Colts. No. Did Julio Colts. play the full quarter? Four quarters in that game. Uh, in the second game, yeah. In, then for, but in LA, he didn't. Six. No, 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 no. Five, five. Because no Henry. So sit five, five games. They've played five of their fourteen with all three of them. I, you see what I'm saying? That, that, that that's kind of the point is that they haven't had their big three or whatever you want to call. I, we got to come up with another. It's not going to be the tickle three. I can tell you that. But I, I don't. They haven't had those guys to even prove that they're good together. Yeah, and, and so I did not count the first indie game, by the way. But Julio, Julio left. left. I, that's why I yeah. said I did not count it <laughs> because Julio left. The second indie game. But you were I saying didn't. that to count it. That's what, no, that, no, that's no, no, no. I did not count it. So that's five, right? So, yeah, there you go. Five uh, and games. They, so and they went four and one. So Todd Downing, and I'm not supporting Todd Downing. I'm just bringing up the point is that, you know, Shane Bowen is using better players that are different. Todd Downing is using worse players that are different. <laughs> I'm yeah. just, I'm th- th- those are facts based on what we've talked about. Yeah. But, he, but there are so many other situations that Todd Downing, I think has messed up. Even I without, agree. Yeah, I agree yeah. in game calling, but he's not able to deal with the same luxuries that maybe Shane Bowen has this season. Uh, Drew says the Titanic three because <laughs> they're sinking. Man, I like that, Drew. I Drew's getting the love of the show. I, I like that. It, it's not the big three because they're not playing big. They only played five games. Even in those five games, you know, Seattle was their best games, and AJ didn't have that big of a game in Seattle. I don't think. No, AJ had four drops in Seattle. Julio went for a one twenty something. Right, so God knows what it would be if actually, you know, like Kansas City, I referenced Mahomes, Tyree Kill, and and Kelsey, which completely different than the Titanic three. But for the Chiefs, we've seen when those three guys play big, the Chiefs don't lose. <laughs> they don't lose. Now, and, but the, they didn't against the Titans. The Titans' defense stymied that offense, no, which was incredible. But we'll, we don't know what the Titanic three would be if they all played really well, I mean, you would think it would chalked up to a W Buffalo was probably the best game for them all. Uh, Julio had that incredible catch, right? And he didn't do anything in the second half, but he did have that but, big catch, but Henry had the big game and AJ had a bigger second half, right? AJ had like 90 in the second half and uh, Julio had like 50 total. And Henry had 160 or something crazy, right? So that's the Buffalo game where they scored 34 points. So you know what they're betting on? That switch of the Titanic three to not hit the iceberg in the first week of the playoffs. That's what they're betting on. Sure, sure. A to Z Sports here live 
on this Wednesday. Uh, Zach, wrap up the Zach Cunningham thing because I did see something that somebody mentioned that Rashawn Evans might be the odd man out when David Long gets back and you'd think Zach Cunningham and David Long as your starters. You know, I think those two guys are your future, like beyond this year. But I, I mean, Rashawn Evans is playing really well. Like Rashawn Evans, the last four games he played, two before he got hurt, the Buffalo and the Chiefs game, then he got hurt, and then he came back against the Jags and uh, the and the Steelers. He's played really good football. Now, again, he's still prone to making mistakes, but Rashawn Evans has been very good. And we can't deny that. We got to give him some credit for playing well the last few games that he's been in there. So I don't know what they do. But again, that's a good thing is the fact that they have all these different guys. And if Monty Rice comes back as well, you're just really getting a lot of depth at inside linebacker that will also make your special teams better as well. Yeah. And hey, the better the defense is, the better the opportunity to win. The offense just has to come along. Yeah, just quit turn the ball over because, you know, we talked about themes. The Titans have only lost one game this year when they haven't had two of their big three guys. And so they've also lost uh, four games this year when they've had three or more turnovers. They're one in four in games where they have three or more turnovers this season. Well, the that, one that's win- been the case in the history of all football. If you yeah. give the opponent more opportunities – the probability of you winning goes down dramatically. Right. Now, sometimes other teams mess that up, but it hasn't been the case this year. Those other teams have taken advantage, like Houston, like New England, like Pittsburgh, and so on. Yeah, A to Z Sports here live on this Wednesday. It is officially time to throw shade. Now, Zach had early shade to maybe give an, a shade appetizer uh, when he was talking about the Hooters. You didn't like those hors d'oeuvres, though. <laughs> no, I spit them out. They weren't very good. They were, well, they were true. They just, you didn't like them. Uh, anyway, but now let's get to actual throwing shade. But real quick, let me tell you guys about man do the pulse of fitness where one 15 minute workout equals five or more hours in the weight room. Mandu.com. Your first workout is absolutely free. It's great. It's full body electronic muscle stimulation. Just 15 minutes. That's all it takes a full body workout. That makes you stronger, legitimately stronger, help you build muscle mass. Target that hard-to-burn body fat. Your first workout is always free, and it doesn't put any extra stress on some old injuries or bad joints that you might have. So if you can't lift weights like you used to or you don't have time to lift weights like you used to, go to Mandu, and if you tell them uh, A to Z Sports sent you, they'll take $100 off that first month when you sign up at Mandu.com. Can't forget about our title sponsor, BetMGM. You can download that app and use the promo code there. But also, tomorrow night, we talked about come out to the mainstay. Drink two-for-one Mill Creek beers at the mainstay and walk right across the street or watch the game live from the mainstay. Uh, Titans Thursday night hosting the San Francisco 49ers. Titans going to be wearing all navy blue. They've actually had some success in that. Uh, I got to believe that the 49ers may be wearing their all-white wet retros, which would look Dig sick yep. on a Thursday night. I really like those. Yep. Uh, so won't be, won't be throwing shade on those type of jerseys. We'll uh, be liking that. The Niners were my first NFL love, actually. Really? Yeah. Steve Young? Bingo. You know why? Jerry I'm a Rice? Left, I'm a lefty. Oh. Southpaw. You know? 
Yeah, yep. Lefty quarterback. And when you're like four years old, five years old, starting to watch football for the first time, and you find out there's only one guy out there who's left-handed like you are, you kind of like that guy. Oh, and he's a Hall of Famer, and they have badass jerseys, and they have Jerry Rice and Garrison Hurst, who went to Tennessee, who I was a fan of. So yeah, absolutely. I was and, and he's a good guy, and I like him honestly as an analyst. I I, I respect his opinion. Yeah, so that was my first love was the uh, Niners back in my, uh, you know, elementary school days uh, there too. So no shade on Steve Young, but more shade to come. All right, throwing shade on this Wednesday. Get your shade ready. Uh, Derek says his shades on Cooper Cup for having an amazing game yesterday and single-handedly eliminated him from the fantasy playoffs. <laughs> Ooh, brutal. That's tough. Tough, tough right there. Uh, G-Man says uh, shade on his wife. This is dangerous. Shade on your wife for wanting you to go to Walmart to pick up her her pads not happening. Hell no. What's wrong with that? You just got to help her out a little bit. Um, so, Zach, my shade today is the fact that Green Hills traffic always sucks, right? Like we both live in this area of where we got to have to deal with Green Hills traffic. So then on top of it, you add this week, which is the week of Christmas with the Green Hills mall and the Green Hills traffic. Then what do you do? You decide that it's a smart idea to also close one lane during this week of Green Hills traffic for Hillsborough High School construction. Like they've been doing construction at Hillsborough High School for probably eight years now, but they don't always have lane close lane closures. And so you gotta adapt. You cannot close one lane on Hillsborough Road for construction during Christmas week. You can't do that. You're messing everything up. You're creating problems. You're creating accidents. You're creating so many road rage situations. Why on, in, on earth would you close one lane the week of Christmas in Green Hills? It's the dumbest thing that you could do, and it should be super obvious. That is my shade. I have to pick something up uh, in Green Hills, and I've had to do that for the last, like, I don't know, several days. And I get um, where I live is right before you actually get to the Green Hills. It's The traffic's been backed up so bad. I've just said, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to do it tomorrow. Screw it. I'm going to do it tomorrow. That was like last week. So I haven't, I need to do that at some point, possibly today. Well, I'm going today. So I'll be in it. If you need it, holler at me. I'll just go grab it for you. I don't know. It's just miserable. I'm going to be in there for like an hour and a half, just sitting in traffic. All right. Let's get to uh, some shade from the chat. I actually got trivia shade for you, uh, Austin. Okay. Shrike says, Austin. uh, oh, Oh, yeah. Zach should know what Binghamton's mascot is. So if you watch Tuesday's trivia, that was something that you brought up. Austin, here's your trivia question for today. Stanley University, what is their mascot? There's a Stanley University? There is. It is based in North Carolina. Oh, really? I did not know that. Because you remember, do you remember like in 2002, when people got like hoodies of their last name that said university. 
Maybe I, I did. Okay. Okay. But yeah, I, I had one, uh, but I had no, no idea. It said Stanley, you, it was, yeah, it was, like, it was a thing where like you could buy like your last name as a university on like hoodies and shirts and stuff. Uh, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know, but no, I do. I do not know. Uh, I did not know Stanley university existed. A full shade. Yep. Based in North Carolina, the Stanley university Eagles. So there you go. I did a little research on the fly. So we're getting educated today. Uh, Noah Eagles. says, I could have guessed shit. that. That would have given me like a 10% chance to get it right. Right. I don't uh, know. Eagles, tigers. <laughs> <laughs> My shade is on everyone saying Jonathan Taylor's MVP when he's not having the season King Henry had last year. I Austin and I both agree with that. Noah. that's yeah. kind of ridiculous. Uh, let's see. Uh, Matthew says shade on Austin for being so soft earlier in the show and shade on J Rob for his off season pick. So what was I being soft? I think about my shade. He's talking about. So I wasn't being soft at all. I was, (laughs) I was actually like standing up for what I, what my opinion was. That's the opposite of soft. (laughs) Orlando says shade on the cop that pulled Mickey Ryan of one Oh four, five, the zone, a good friend of the show (laughs) over for speeding in a school zone. When there is no school. I actually heard that. I heard that story. And Mickey, who is like one of the calmest guys and who is like a super nice guy was giving it back to the cop like there's no school <laughs> like why the what school zone when there's no school and the cop was like i'll have to go uh confirm that and he's like confirm it look at the parking lot there's no cars <laughs> it's like, and so mickey got out with a warning and then mickey continued to go back at the cop was like a warning a warning for what <laughs> and so it was just it was a great story great story that is awesome I respect the hell. I it's, like Mickey anyway. So that just, you know, the, my Mickey meter just went up. But it's just something that you wouldn't expect Mickey to do, right? It's, but it was fantastic. It was hilarious. I was dying laughing. I've gotten, I have gotten a ticket when I was in high school in a school zone. The problem was I was going to school and school was in session. So uh, I didn't get out of that one. Yeah. But funny thing is, uh, ooh, ooh, thank you. Uh, a guy on Twitch, um, I don't know how you say that name, but dude, it's a community college. Shade on Zach. So Stanley University is a community college? Yeah. So it's not a part of the NCAA? They still have a mascot. Yeah, but the, the whole Binghamton University is a part of the NCAA. Like That doesn't actual, matter. They're a university. They're I your last name. That was your justification of me knowing is because it's last uh, name. Like community colleges don't count. Uh, now, See, now you're stepping in a whole other thing that maybe you don't want to step in. Oh, what? That's a huge threat. You I'm have so, so you're 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 an anti-community college guy. I didn't realize about that. You think that everybody's a deadbeat that goes to a community college? Is that I what didn't, you're saying? I did not say that. You said I kind of sounded like it. No, so where I do you want to go? I said it doesn't count for knowing mascots. Like I don't know what the hell Vol State is. I don't know. There what, are no rules. <laughs> there are no rules. No, but in the quiz we took in it was NCAA college nicknames. And Binghamton University is an NCAA college. And you didn't and what know. What did it. you say? Why? What was the reasoning why I should have known it? Because your last name was involved. And so I just picked out a university that had your. It, it's not Binghamton is not my last name. Stanley is your last name. Ooh, another Lenny Lenny haha on Twitch. Man, the Twitch crew's all for me. It's not spelled the same. Neither is Binghamton. <laughs> Binghamton. It is. My last name. I'm not Binghamton. I'm not Zach Binghamton. I'm not from England. I, I'm not Binghamton. You might have been. That's not who I am. You might have been. 
You might, it might have been shortened from when you guys no, came I, I wasn't. <laughs> I do know my, my history of lineage of my last name. It was not Binghamton. Okay. Okay. And so uh, I'm not throwing shade at Vol State. I'm just saying I don't know what Vol State's nickname uh, uh, is. I just, I knew you stepped in muddy water. I, Actually, yeah. I do know what Columbia State's nickname is. They're the Chargers. <laughs> there you go. So community coddling just do count. Yes. So, uh, speaking of tickets, and this goes right into my shade, uh, and this is a shade that I, uh, you know, I follow up on. This is who I am, and people may not like it, but it is the facts. I'm going to explain a story that happened to me on Saturday. I'm going to leave out some locations because, well, actually, it doesn't really matter. Uh, I car got booted. It got booted. Got booted for like a three-hour period. The problem was in this parking lot that held probably, I would say, 30 cars. There were seven boots out of the 30 cars there. And so I was like, what's the problem? Well, the problem was the signage. When you turned in, it was across the street from a bar. And so that's the reason why it was probably you know high traffic on Saturday. The sign going into the parking lot says, public parking it's the biggest sign on the lot it really is the biggest sign then there are many signs that say pay to park pay to park the problem with the signs though there's a qr code with a website underneath it it makes you prompt to text a number so when you go to the qr code it makes you uh, it basically pulls up a text message but there's nothing in the thread of the text message to send It doesn't instruct you, what do you send? It's all messed up. So seven people, and I I interviewed three of them, essentially, and I was like, what do you think about this? And they were like, yeah, I mean, they didn't tell me to do anything, so I didn't pay. And because I looked right, and it said public parking, right? Bad signage. So I I, look, I, I got booted. I paid $104 because, obviously, there's a there's a $50 fine for the actual service. And then there's a $50 service fee, you know, they're take the boot off. Yeah. Right. Cause you got to take the boot off. Right. And I, so I got into a verbal altercation with the joker that actually goes around and does this job. And yeah, I stated my opinion. So what do I do? I said, give me your boss's name. Then give me her boss's name. Her name was Kimberly. Kimberly's boss's name, Matt. So I called actually, the Davidson County Transportation's Licensing Commission, and I'm trying to get a hold of the head of this parking space. And all I want to do, I, my money's paid. I'm never going back to the parking lot again. They're not getting my money again. The problem is the signage. The signage does not direct the potential parking customer correctly. I mean, it goes by the boots. So what do I do? I called the Licensing Commission. They said they gave me the director's name and number, so I have that. And then I finally, I called Kimberly, left a message twice. Then she passed the information over to Matt, and Matt runs the parking lot. And I asked Matt, I go, Matt, when was the last time you went to that parking lot? He said, uh, like, last week. I go, what do you think about the signage? It, I go, what is your percentage on boots to actual people that pay? Oh, blah, 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 blah. The guy couldn't even know it. I go, you're a, you're a bad businessman, first of all. And I go, this is what I'm going to do, Matt. I'm going to give you, and I said, I'll give you a month. It was December 21st. I said, I'll give you till January 21st to fix the signs. If you don't fix the signs in a month, I am going to the commission, the director, and 
just by the tone of what I'm talking about, and you don't think that I will do that, you don't know me very well. And that's a you problem. That's not a me problem. I will do everything in my power over the next six months, year, two years, three years to revoke your license from that parking lot (laughs) with the director. I'll give you money. Matt, he kind of gave me a little mouth, and then he realized that you don't really want to do that because I'll put you in a corner. So he said, look, and he goes, I don't even know why I'm doing this, but I will. I go, well, I know why you're doing it because it's for the customer. He said, give me two months. I go, Matt, I, I'm a businessman. I'll negotiate with you. I go, you have until February 21st to change the signs. So either it is simpler or it instructs people to pay or you chick, you, you, you fix your, your technology. Tell people what to text, right? Right. Tell people what to text or have it go straight to a website where you can pay for parking like normal things, right? Or put a meter up there. And he says, I, I only have the parking lot for the next nine months. I go, well, for the next seven months, at least consumers can actually pay to park. Because, dude, this guy's making a killing. It's a parking lot. So I go, uh, I got it in my calendar, February 21st, I will return to that parking lot. And if the signs are not changed or it is easier to pay to park, I have the name of the director of the Davidson Transportation's License Commission, and I have his personal cell phone number. Not so well, office number, it goes directly. But I won't stop until I get a hold of this guy, and I will file a formal complaint to try to get this guy's license provoked. This is the type of thing that community is about. This is power to the people, people. I don't mind. Look, $100, I got got. I'm doing this for all of the people in the future that will get got. And I'll say this to end the story. The bouncers or the guys like checking IDs or whatever you want to call them at the bar right across the street, they were like, dude, they get, they get people all the time. You don't even know how many boots that guy goes through. And so it is a, it is a big problem in this parking lot. The signs are not correctly displayed in the right way. We're going to get this changed for the people shade on that parking lot. We're going to get it done. Yeah. Well, and like people aren't like, look, do people not want to pay for parking? Yeah. We'd rather have free parking. Right. But people, but it's Nashville, right? It's Nashville, <laughs> and you're, you're cool with paying 15 bucks for four hours of parking or $20 for four hours of parking, whatever it might be, but getting four times that for a damn boot, because you weren't given clear directions is BS. Yeah. So, and again, uh, I don't give a damn if people say that I'm a male Karen or whatever. It's about doing the right thing. I am a very principled person. Anybody that has ever known me, Austin knows that. Everybody knows that. This is a principle that I, and and I'm sure the guy who took the boot off was like, oh, this guy's not going to call. <laughs> I laugh in the face because I called four times. And I finally, a good thing is, I had to, I finally got to take that off my schedule because the director called me. So two months, February 21st, I got it in my calendar. We will have an update on this shade. In February, late February. I like that. I like that. That'll be, and again, uh, I'm not trying to throw my, the popularity of the brand or I, I don't, it's not about that, but when change is needed for future violators that are misinformed, I'm here for that. I got to change it. There you go. All right. 
Uh, yeah, hey, Jeff Rubel, A to Z Sports live from the parking lot on February 21st to see if the signs are going to be there. You know what? And we'll charge them five <laughs> times the rate oh. <laughs> or ten times the rate that I got charged. That right? would be hilarious if we did a show uh, from February from there, February 21st to see if the signs change. Or we do a lot a show. I'll do it. Well, I, I don't want to speak for you. I, I, but do a show from the bar across the street. So there the background is the parking lot. There you go. Well, that's that's also President's Day. So typically we take that Monday off uh, <laughs> because it allows us to have a break yeah, after the No days season. off for me. I'm going to be in that parking lot at, on February 21st. Yeah, so we'll see what happens. All right, guys. Uh, great show on this Wednesday. We'll be back. Tomorrow is game day. So quick turnaround. Get your game day. Uh, get your game day ready tomorrow morning at 8. Uh, on A to Z Sports. Also, Buck Rising tonight wraps up his week with A to Z Sports primetime. So check that out, 8 o'clock Central Time tonight. There's a new Tighten Up podcast that's out this morning. Austin Huff had his baby, finally, like a month after the due date. So Luke Warsham, Jack Gentry on the Tighten Up podcast this morning. So check that out, A to Z Sports Podcast Network. And we'll see you tomorrow on a game day. What else? One last thing. Sean, you're right. At least I'm not buying speakers in that parking lot. Yeah, never again. You learn from your mistakes. All right, see ya. Adios.